Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison, and today I'm joined by Jamie, but, oh, sorry, go ahead, Jamie. Hello. <laughs> but also by a special guest, my husband, Subi. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> He's been on a few of our other podcasts. He only joins when he really likes the show that we're watching. Well, Perfect. Oh, <laughs> or, I, or I feel like I, I can, I uh, don't or he, he felt initially like he would like the show more than he did is what he's trying uh, to mm-hmm. do. But you enjoyed it enough to join stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot going for it. So it today we're going to be discussing the Netflix original series Arcane, or I think it's the full title is um, League of Legends Arcane. Um, and it just released at the beginning of the year um in january i think it came out one week at a time when it was released i I think it was released like three episodes per week yeah Mm. but we didn't watch it until just this past week so we got to you know binge the whole thing all at once um so let's go go around the table if you will the metaphorical table (laughs) jamie's you know 500 miles away but (laughs) not not quite that far but um so jamie what what did you think of this show um yeah i really liked it i loved the animation style i thought the plot was good um i i'm not at all familiar with league of legends but i understand that a lot of the main characters of course are playable characters in the or champions in this in the game so it's kind of interesting i'm sure for anyone who's actually a fan of league of legends to see their characters like interacting and having lives and doing things but i thought it was good um they managed to to do quite a bit of storytelling over the yes. ten, 10 episodes, was it? Um, nine. Nine episodes, and it was, yeah. it was good. Very, very heavy on on the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, 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 I, I really enjoyed it as well. Mm-hmm. I thought, and again, I think all three of us really enjoyed the animation style mm-hmm. because that was one of the first things that Subi said about it was like, it's just so well animated. Um, the story is very interesting. It's a little hard to follow at times um, because they do kind of like jump around a bit. And, they, and at one point they jump forward like at least 10 years, but they don't actually give an exact amount of time that it's jumped forward. Just some years later kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I watched um, a YouTube video afterwards that kind of went through. It was about a half hour long and explained the whole story from like chronologically from start to finish. Wow. And that, like back like when the original war that happened like 300 years earlier was started mm-hmm. and, and goes forward chronologically. And that helped to for me to be able to like kind of piece the order of events all together and like how yeah. all the characters played into the story. Um, but it was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I also have no idea. Is League of Legends, it's like a video game. I know that much about yeah. it. That's like all I know about it. Um, so I don't know if you're a fan of the game, how you would feel about their interpretation of characters, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... <laughs> yeah, like I, I like the animation a lot. It's the kind of animation that... that that looks really good and it, it also looks like it would age very well, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes they'll do animation that looks good at the time, but then it'll age terribly. Um, I like the, the voice acting. Um, I like the world building. Um, yeah. Like, especially like the first couple of episodes, they did a really good job with the, the world building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you like the show as a whole? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, so, so I feel like it's like a kind of preteen drama, you know, and it's very emotional. And it's, it's like it's, it's it only like took it down like two notches. I feel like it would have been a lot better. But like as far as like a teen, like a preteen melodramatic thing goes, it, it's extremely well done. Yeah. But the thing that's extremely well done is not that great. <laughs> you don't enjoy highly dramatic characters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this is sort of in like an a animation style similar, not similar to Japanese anime, but kind of taking on a little bit of that hyper, like emotionalized character aspect, especially with Powder slash Jinx. Yeah. Like her emotions are very like dramatized in the animation. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they did like, you know, so the entire time Jinx, well, not the entire time, I guess, but after the time jump, Jinx is clearly having a sort of mental breakdown and she can see, she sees all of her friends that she inadvertently killed and stuff like that. Um, And it's, I thought they did a really good job of showing that, like her slipping a lot. Um, Not only with like her occasionally like jumping, you know, like, um, what do they call it? Like quick jumps between scenes. Um, so she'd be like on the left side of the screen and then there'd be a flash and she's on the right and doing something else. Right. And um, also they used, uh, they integrated her drawings of people um, to show when they were like talking to her and stuff like that. So you'd see this sort of like childlike drawing of um, Milo or something that yeah. who's, who's like talking to her mo- mockingly. And I don't know, I thought it was like very good. Um they did so many good things with the animation style. Like anytime there were battles too, like they had yeah. these very dramatic, cool moments. And especially when there were like characters pitted against each other who knew each other as children, like when Jinx yeah. and, um, and Echo are fighting, they like flash back and forth between like the sort of stuff they mm-hmm. used to do when they were kids in terms of target practice or whatever. It was, yeah, I thought it was very, very good. Yeah. So so let's talk, give, you know, if the listeners haven't actually watched this yet, I would recommend doing it. It's very good. But so like a little bit of the storyline is that there are these two areas of the same city, um, the, the upper city and the under city, if you will. Is that the correct names for it, you guys? <laughs> Top side and bottom side. No, well, well, actually, <laughs> uh, bottom side is the is the red light district of the under city. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there is that. But um, so what do they? They just refer to it as the under city. They don't ever uh-huh. call it bottom side. Well, I really it's the nation of Zon eventually, but yeah. Oh well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and so like, there's. The, the, the beginning of oh sorry I was also going to say that like the, the undercity also has other names it's called the lanes yeah, yeah. like I think it also has, goes by another name and I like that that like the one, one bottom th- side bottom side is the other name <laughs> that, that's a very specific look <laughs> but like um yeah that 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 contributes to the world building it you does know, it's not yeah. like, like you know how like one place can have multiple names and everything yeah, yeah. right that's true. <laughs> And so, like, the story's kind of split in half, or in, like, one-third and then two-thirds. And, like, the first section ends with this big, like, Jinx, or she's still called Powder then. Powder shows up to kind of, like, rescue her sister and her friends from this really bad situation that she thinks they're probably going to be killed in. And in, inadvertently, accidentally, in the in, attempting to um, 
rescue them, she kills almost all of them. Mm-hmm. So she kills her friends. She ends up kill- killing like her father finger, or he dies as a result. Um, mm-hmm. And the only one who survives is her sister. And her sister is then like taken away and put in jail. And Jinx is left, or Powder is left in the hands of kind of the enemy character who creepily like adopts her and there's some really weird moments whether you're not sure like (laughs) what's happening with their characters but it seems to be okay that he is just like a father figure and nothing super creepy is happening but their relationship is definitely odd (laughs) yeah but um so like what a what like a fucked up thing for a kid to have to like live through killing all the people she went there to like rescue and she like thinks she's, you know, she's like this 12 year old little girl who thinks she's going to, you know, show that she can be part of the group and she ends up killing them all. And then is essentially abandoned by her sister who she didn't know was arrested and gets taken in by the villain of the story. <laughs> like, holy shit. I just got... was not expecting that from this show. I just got why, why she's called Jinx. Cause she jinxed it. Yeah, that's what she screams. Her sister screams at her too. She's like, "You're jinx." I, I pieced together the uh, the underlying message. Yeah, yeah. well, and then, like that's also what Vi like yells at her too. Is like she's no. jinx right before she leaves, right before she's arrested. Rather. I think Vi is short for Violet. It is. Yeah. It's her hair color too. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the thing about that whole situation is that. Like, it would have probably been fine had she only attached to the one crystal between the symbols instead of throwing all of them into the monkey. Because, you know, one was enough to blow up, like, the entire area. But then, of course, she just caused this extreme cataclysm because she (laughs) tossed them all in there. Yeah, because she didn't know what she was doing. And, like, and we see that over and over and over with her characters, like, that she's trying to do like a good thing she's trying to help and she messes it up which is why she kind of ultimately at the end she embraces that identity of jinx she sits down in the chair that it has jinx names on it after she's accidentally killed her father figure and well accidentally on purpose in a, in a theory <laughs> of, of mental illness and hearing voice so she fires the gun and soko dies yeah whether or not she actually intended that to happen is unclear but it's what happened mm-hmm. um and then of course oh the ending we know there's going to be a season two i looked it up so okay. we'll get to see what happens but basically jinx just embraces her jinx identity mm-hmm. and puts the crystal in the gun and shoots this rocket up into the upper city the top side if you will and we'll, well, I'm sure that will start a war. That'll probably be how season two starts. We'll be like oh, in yeah. the middle of the war between the two areas. Yeah. And not only does she like aim it towards the city, but she aims it towards the tower where the council's meeting. Right. So now there's in the, that, in the council, we also have a number of like, you know, there's Jace, who's one of the main characters and Victor um, and then Mel and all the other council members. But those three in particular, like Jace and Victor, I know, are from the game. Uh, Mel is not. But Mel seems like she's going to be playing an important role because as the, the bomb is approaching or the rocket is approaching, she appears to have some sort of like protective magic, maybe? Because like her golden symbol sort of shine and she like turns, like she's being forewarned of the thing. So, like, do you anticipate that she's going to be, like, somehow protecting some of them? Or, like, what do you reckon? 
I feel like Victor would probably have the protection power because he has like that magic thing infused into him. Yeah. He wasn't there. He was was there. No, he was there. He was there as the representative of the the nation of Zahn. Yeah. I guess I didn't see that scene as her having any kind of protective magic. I just thought that it was like the light from the rocket was like reflecting off of the metal. So her gold is underneath her clothing. So they, they like fuzz out everything else so that you have a moment to see that entire like back piece, which is covered by her. Okay, I don't like that. Yeah. What, Jamie? It, it's like her, the gold is covered by her clothing. So if it was just a reflection, you wouldn't see it. Oh, okay. interesting. I yeah. guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm. I guess I should have realized that because we got to see it in, you know, the first animated sex scene that I've ever watched. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's where you see that it's more than just like her arm things or whatever. It's like her entire back is yeah. this gold somewhat armor thing. Like a very like well done, like tasteful, but still, you know, saucy, sex scene that was animated. It was so weird to watch an animated sex scene. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The animation was like very good. So it was almost like convincingly people, you know? Why it was weird. Like, it was almost convincingly people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> that that just stood out in my memory. <laughs> I'm a first. <clears throat> Fair. But yeah, yes, anyways. so I'm interested to see, like, it's true, yeah, um, Victor maybe is able to protect, like, himself, maybe Jace, too. But okay. maybe Mal's dead, I don't know. But she's, yeah. like, not a, play- a playable character, not one of the yeah. champions, so people are, like, unsure what that means for her future. Like, is right. she gonna just be dead, or what? Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody in that room should just be dead after this rocket explodes. Maybe, in there. maybe the lady with the rotating necklace. Maybe she'll say, well. "Maybe there you go." Yeah, maybe the necklace will protect her. Yeah, that was. But, a, um, I wish. I wish that we knew more about like what, like, why does she have a rotating chain necklace? Like, I don't get it. Like, like, is it a necklace that's not part of her being, or is it like holding her head onto her body because it's not here? <laughs> It could be either, I guess. That's true. I mean, because there's the other, like, completely robot guy in the council. So, like, robot aspects as part of the anatomy is not a ruled out feature in this world. (laughs) True. And as much as I don't like the like the Heimendinger guy, the little uh, the guy, yeah, they animated him really well. His 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 fur looks like like brush strokes. You know, it does. It does. Yeah. I don't know why you don't like him. He's going to be the guy who ends up saving everybody. He's going to be right about everything. Nope. Oh, he's going to be very important because he's like getting becoming friends with the leader of the Firelights. So like he's trying to understand the Undercity. So he'll be somehow a sort of bridge, I think, between. I feel like Echo is going to become like Heimerdinger's um, new like apprentice. Like Mm -hmm. he's going to teach Echo what he knows. And Echo is going to, you know be a better student (laughs) and not just force him to retire Mm. but um we so we didn't kind of talk about the fact that like in addition to like one side of the city being rich and one being very poor there's also this like happening simultaneously each city is inventing their own form of magic i guess for a better lack of a better word um and we've got shimmer which is like kind of like a, a liquid almost drug that's being yeah. sold in the undercity and we have hextech which is 
the upper city using like magic combined with technology to better off their way of life essentially and these two powers seem to be pretty comparable like when when applied to weapons um they seem to be able to fight each other on a pretty even level so i think that when we see the war in season two it's going to kind of be like shimmer versus Hextech. you know there won't be a lot of people fighting in it who are not empowered by magic in some way hmm. yeah i that's can see that <laughs> that's like a, that's a big part of the whole storyline it is yeah and I, I'm pretty sure that on Silco's side, um, the person who's going to be taking over is that woman who uh, was who was fighting Vi, who had the sort of like shimmer yeah. arm. I'm pretty sure that, that's that woman who just will not die. <laughs> right, exactly. Savico, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Savico. So it'll probably be some sort of war between like not only the Undercity and the uh, Upper City, but also between. Savico's gang and the Firelights for control of, um, I guess, if yeah. it, whatever you want to call it, the the lanes or the Nation of Zon or whatever. Right. Yeah, that, it, that's interesting because even though, like, um, Powder slash Jinx is the one who starts the war by sending this bomb into the council, I don't picture her being, like, a leader of, you <laughs> know, the army to actually go and fight these people. Yeah, she, like, doesn't have, like, any real allies. Like, almost everyone dislikes her. her. Yeah. And, like, the upper side, top side, had just come down recently and destroyed their entire stock of Shimmer, so the underside doesn't really have any, you know, mm-hmm. a preparation, like, in back stock for a war at this point. But I'm sure they'll they'll come up with some. They'll find it. They'll they'll figure it out. It <laughs> yeah, I think it's also hinted that the um, the one scientist who basically developed a lot of the shimmer stuff, uh, who was Victor's master at some point or something, his teacher, yeah. Um, yeah. is also like working on other things like humid hy- animal hybrids or something because we see briefly like a big claw of a creature that is in his rafters <laughs> yeah um, i are we supposed to think that's vander i don't know because be. yeah one of one of the youtube videos that i watched afterwards speculated that he wondered mm. if it was like this um the scientist mad scientist guy hadn't like scraped up vander's dead almost dead body off the street and taken him back to the lab to like see if he could keep him alive somehow because we see that claw like a couple of different times like something is like being pinned up against a wall there Mm. but you never see what it fully is so vander could make a comeback (laughs) as uh, (laughs) on the wrong side of the tracks yes (laughs) but you know he could be around right yeah is what I mean, I guess. He might not actually be fully dead. Mm-hmm. Some of the characters in this show just don't seem to ever die, like Ceviche. Right, Ceviche. <laughs> were you um, reminding, remembering how, how awkward you found the sex scene? Were you also, <laughs> like, similarly, did you find every interaction with uh, Mel's mother extremely awkward? Oh, yes, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> the sex scene that awkward it was just weird seeing an animated sex scene i found every interaction with mel's <laughs> mother in that boy toy yeah. thing with her so awkward <laughs> yeah it was very awkward and then like her i don't know semi trying to seduce jace is just weird or was 
Is she just like doing a power play by showing him her tits? I don't know. know. Like, walks out of the bath naked, like, oh, I know you're fucking my daughter, but here's my naked body. (laughs) Right. Very odd. It was, that was odd. Everything about her was weird. And then she's like, oh, I'm only really here to save your life, Mel, because there's somebody put a hit out on you or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she may not have to worry about that soon. That's true. Yeah. Mel might be dead. (laughs) (laughs) No. I think they'll all be saved. All of them? All of the council? Oh, except for the robot guy. He'll (laughs) (laughs) He'll probably just be like the main guys, like um, Jace. Yeah. Maybe Vic, maybe Mel, probably everybody else will die. Yeah, I would first, sh- I, I could, I don't know, I feel like maybe Victor is going to be able to protect at least him and Jace because they're next to each other. So he could just like, you know, grab them or something. Right. Unless Jace had already planned ahead and there's some sort of like in the walls of the chamber, some sort of shield or something. But we see the glass break, so I'm assuming not. Right. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to wait until season two to find out who all survives there. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I was um, reading a couple things and people were like, you know how Jace has his hammer, which I guess is his weapon in the game. He can also like make a shield with that. But of course, he didn't have the hammer at the time. But it's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like all the different functions of the future weapons hex tech weapons they make because we also saw like a shield feature on um one of the gauntlets that vi was using which she didn't realize i don't think she just lucked into accidentally using it and she was like oh yeah Yeah, that's that's true i keep kind of forgetting that this show is based on a video game and so like the idea that characters could do things like cast a shield you know is something that you can do in a video game and you know not do in real life (laughs) right (laughs) I keep forgetting that, like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe one of them does have an ability to, like, shield something there. Yeah, and Victor is, like, half hex cube or whatever he calls it. Hex, whatever. <laughs> hex squared. Um, which devoured his, like, possibly could have been girlfriend. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because what the hell happened? <laughs> and why did I just disintegrate? Because he touched the cube while she was oh, on yeah. Yeah. I mean, clearly there's some sort of, like, intense interaction with, bi- like, biological creatures with this. Um, right. But, yeah, the fact that it just, like, ate her is concerning. It was or her. just disintegrated her, because she was just, like, scattered dust across the floor. Yeah, like, her book was okay. Her clothing, her glasses, like, stuff that wasn't biological yeah. was still there, but... I don't even know where Victor got that bag of dust that he like dumps into the river later on because there wasn't even any dust left on the if floor. You, if you look if you look at the aftermath scene, there is dust on the floor that's sort of like in a scattered arc from where she exploded or where she was. So I guess maybe yeah. she wasn't completely absorbed, but like maybe her life force was, and then her body is just left to turn to dust. I don't know. Yeah. But if you that's look, it. there's like amongst her papers, there's dust and stuff. Maybe this thing is just, like, absorbing any life that touches it somehow. Yeah, maybe. um, It does seem to me that, like, Shimmer is the better weapon. Like, Hextech doesn't seem to have perfected its ability to be used well as a weapon. Shimmer, like, they can just inject it into themselves and become, like, super strong things. Well, yeah, but but also, like, addicted and apparently grow bulbous 
pieces to your body like that one guy. Well, yeah, it's not great either, but it doesn't, you know, make you dissolve instantly. Yeah. Well, no, I guess that's true. But also the um, before the you know, the other gems that haven't been tampered with seem to be working pretty well. But yeah, that's true. It went like yeah, like in the hands and stuff. I suppose that's true. Yeah. The big gloves must be. She's like a fighter in the game because she like who punches things. Yeah. He's really good at punching, and she wears those magical gloves. I like that Jace's family w- were like hammersmiths, so his weapon is a gigantic hammer. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> unexpected. I was like, whoa, where <laughs> the fuck did he get that hammer? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I was expecting him to have some sort of staff, maybe, because he was like very taken by the, like, was arguably one of the coolest magic using scenes I've seen, where the, the, spellcaster transports them into the field or whatever oh, and, yeah. and J- jace's flashback that was such a cool scene yeah and that was like his whole motivation to figure out how to use magic for good in a way that's not it using it to create weapons was because when he was a kid he was rescued by some sorcerer who was able to do magic um through like ruins and and science somehow and he's been trying to like crack that code ever since basically Mm-hmm. I guess there was like a lot of debate because I was wondering if that person was also a playable character, um, oh. the, the sort of sorcerer. And there, are, there is like a rune mage that's playable, but he looks nothing like him and doesn't use a staff. So it's oh. um, and people were like, "No, it's got to be him. He's the only rune mage." Um, oh. And uh, people are just like, "It's also probably just a random person for lore right. and, and world building." <laughs> and they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, like, like does this person might never be like part of the storyline right. again? It could be part of Jason's past and what motivated him going forward, not somebody who's going to come into play down the line." Right. But we don't know. That's true. There's a lot we don't know. <laughs> true. I wonder how many seasons it'll be. Just two. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's gonna. It's probably going to take them a while. I don't know if they're how long they've been working on season two, but I think I read that season one took like six years of production. Oh, so, oh wow, yes, that six makes... years, damn. Yeah, that's why the animation was so good. <laughs> well, I, I, I think like once they lay the groundwork, clean, yeah, the next season shouldn't take that long. That's, that's true. true. That's usually how most graphic design works. Yeah, <laughs> as a graphic designer. <laughs> 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 Once you get the layout done, it's easy to easy. apply it to the next thing. True. <clears throat> but, yeah, do I have anyone else? Uh, well, I guess um, we've got some nice LGBTQ plus representation with Kate and and Vi. We do. Kate and also, questionably, like, like, Victor may be into Jace. It's yeah. unclear. I got mm-hmm. some vibes there with mm-hmm. them, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I like the Mel Vi relationship. Or not oh. Mel. Um Kate. Kate. <laughs> Kate. I'm, sure, I'm sure you would have liked the Mel Vi relationship, but <laughs> Mel Vi if we'd seen an animated sex scene there, but <laughs> we only had the one between Mel and Jace. Yeah. <laughs> Always next season. That's true. Um, yeah, I did like that about it. I have some quotes. Okay. Do you have any? I have just one. Okay. You read yours first. I, I have exactly six that I can read. Ooh. <laughs> you read yours first in case it's one that I wrote down. Uh, well, first I want to um, I want to support 
Did you say the under the underground was one of your things? The underground. It was the underground. The other term you were using that is a bottom. A bottom side. Okay. I was gonna say because I just saw that I'd written that Vander was known as the hound of the underground, but um, my quote is by Silco actually, um, who says, "What is truth but a survivor's story?" Oh damn. Um, so I have a couple by Vi. Okay. She says, we've all had bad days, but we learn. Mm. And she also says, what makes you different makes you strong. Mm-hmm. She says that to Powder. Um, I have one by the, prof- I wrote down Professor. I'm Heiman, not sure. Heiman, Heiman. Was that who I meant? Heimendinger. <laughs> Heimendinger Heim- guy. He says, imprisonment. What a curious principle. We can we can find the body, but the mind is still free. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember why I don't like that guy. <laughs> um, Mel's mom says weapons can't be unmade, and they're always used. Yeah. Which is ominous. Damn. <laughs> uh, Victor says, "In the pursuit of great, we failed to do good." Damn. Mm-hmm. And Echo says. It's not enough to give people what they need to survive. You have to give them what they need to live. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. Very good. That's all the quotes I have. Who's your, uh, who's your favorite character on the show? That's a good question. Hmm. We could be a regular segment on... Favorite character. NNO. <laughs> yeah. Favorite character. God, they're all kind of, like, problematic. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I think for me, it's probably Silco. He's he's probably the most. He's very interesting. He's a very interesting character. He won't mm. be in season. Okay, but <laughs> he, <wants him. laughs> he can't. He can't be your favorite if he's dead. <laughs> if he's so great, how come he's dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a he's a complicated and uh, conflicted character. I I liked him, and his motivations are um. Are understandable. Mm. Yeah. Fair, fair. I liked watching Jinx a lot. Yeah. She was probably like the most interesting to see what was going to happen in the scene when she was around. And like Jamie mentioned earlier, like the animation of her kind of slowly going and sort of fast, quickly going insane <laughs> and like hearing voices and talking to, to people who are dead and are, who are not in the room. Um, it was very interesting to watch her, but she's obviously, she's a problematic to have as like a favorite character because she's not a good character. Yeah. She's t- arguably one of the most interesting though, just from a, what yeah. the hell is she going to do next standpoint? Yes. Maybe, maybe my favorite character is Echo. I like what Echo's he grows cool up. Echo's cool too. Yeah. He like, goes from this little kid you know who watches his father get like killed to being this survivor who's created this whole city of resistance against silco is like he's kind of a cool character yeah yes echo and the firelights are cool yeah Yeah, i i think i'm honestly torn also like i because yeah i understand that like vi is meant to be a main character but she's just like kind of like endlessly trying to save jinx which gets old quick so yeah which i understand like siblings or whatever but you know there's a point when you have to let them go but uh yeah i'd probably also say jinx or echo honestly i'm interested to see what happens with echo once he now that he's collaborating with heimdinger yeah 
Yeah, I think that he could grow into a really cool character in season two. Yeah. And um, Vi and Powder, are they Vander's daughters? No, so, adopted. No, they, like, at the beginning, or? at the beginning, they are, of the very first episode, they show, like, this war. Oh, that yeah, of, that's that right, happening. that's right. It was like a kind of like a civil war between the two cities, oh. and Vander was at the time like he was fighting, and yeah. both of um, Vi and Powder's parents get killed in this war. Oh, I see. And so he like he sees this happen. He sees their parents die. So he stops what he's doing. He's like because he's devastated just by the destruction of the war, and he takes them and he leaves. And he also ends up adopting those other two kids as well. That that powder kills accidentally earlier on so there he's like a father figure to them but he's not their biological father Mm -hmm. which is kind of the same situation like with silco and jinx like it's not her you know biological father there either Mm. they're all just orphans from the the civil war yeah it was interesting it was it was interesting though um watching Silco's sort of like motivation shift towards like doing whatever he can to protect Jinx in a way. So like he did yeah. really go to see her as an actual daughter and right. was willing to risk his, you know, entire yeah. desire, like, really. His whole dream of the underworld of Zon or whatever it was mm-hmm. called, like he basically is told by the topside people that if he's willing to give up Jinx, they will agree to all of his terms. They can become an independent nation. They want Jinx because of the destruction she'd caused. And I, I kind of thought he was going to like give her up, but it turns out at the end that he wasn't going to. Of course, I mean, he could have said anything while he was dying. Right. But he says that he wasn't going to. He never would have given her up. I believe him. Yeah, I mean, so why? I do believe him at this point. Well, I mean, maybe he's... Yeah, I mean, maybe he meant it. As he was dying, but if he were dying, right. maybe. Yeah. Like, if she hadn't killed him, would he eventually yeah, have given like, eh. up? I don't know. Yeah, she's not that great. I mean, she's caused, as he's stated himself, she's caused him literally nothing but trouble. Right. And literally, she causes him his death. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I have one, one quote. It's a, that's me. That's a, that's <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's not Amanda Bynes playing... Um, Ashley. No. Do you remember that? Okay. I don't know. All that? No? Okay. Oh, yeah, all that. I, I felt like Bones there for a second saying, I don't know what that means to a pop culture reference. <laughs> it's a very dated pop, uh, pop culture reference. Okay, well, that makes me feel better. I, I'm all into the new pop, not the old pop. Exactly. And by pop, you mean pop rocks listening to them on ASMR channels. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, yeah. That's pretty much... Figured out what that corn pop story was all about. Corn oh, Joe Biden's corn pop story. Mm, I... You guys got to look up the Joe, Joe Biden... Even... He, he told this long, rambling story about a fella named Corn Pop. And he was like, he was the meanest dude, and he would like rub people's leg hair or something like that. Was this a fever dream of yours, or like what's happening? What? Was this a fever dream of yours? No, no. Joe Biden actually said this on the campaign trail. It was one of his homespun stories. Corn Uh, pop. God. No, I've never heard of that. Okay. All right. 
But you can pet my leg hairs if you want to. Okay, there, there we go. No, oh, yeah. You you can be corn pop if you want. I, I am corn pop. Uh, you are not you are And no you corn. can pet my legs anytime you want. <laughs> all right. Anyway, on that note. On that note. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had to say. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? Uh, nope, that was all I had on my notes, plus one intermission to talk about corn pop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess, like, I'm just looking back at notes. We never didn't talk about, like, Marcus, the sort of guard uh, that turned oh, yeah, out. Oh, he was a weird character. I was less interested in him. Yeah, he was interesting just from the point of, like, you know, a character who's having some sort of internal conflicts because, you know, he sort of t- turned on his commander and, like, worked with the people from the Undercity and he got her killed and then becomes basically a pawn for Silco up until the point that Jinx kills him. But Right. Yeah. Which I feel like he was one of those characters who they told you just enough about to get you like a little bit interested so you'd be kind of shocked when he actually dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway. Which was what happened. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. Well, if yeah, uh, thanks everyone for listening. But if you have anything you'd like to let us know about Arcane, uh, feel free to reach out on Twitter at Edito Podcast, or you can send us an email to navigating Netflix Originals at gmail.com. And feel free to send us any other thoughts you have about other shows or movies you'd like us to discuss in the future. Again, we do plan to watch Bridgerton. <laughs> And also, season seven of Grace and Frankie is now fully out, so that will be coming down the pipeline as soon as Jamie has time in his life to watch the series again. <laughs> yes, you'll know that we are nothing if not an act a, a, in reality a Grace and Frankie podcast. Yes, I mean that is how this podcast started. If you've been with us since the beginning, you'll know that we watch like two or three episodes at a time of Grace and Frankie and discuss them <laughs> in great detail, and then it eventually became what it is today. Excruciating. <laughs> True. We had to really like Grace and Frankie in order to enjoy it at the yes. beginning. And then we decided to branch out and actually navigate all of the Netflix originals, as our name suggested we would. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but so this this is to be the final season of Grace and Frankie, so it'll kind of wrap our podcast up nicely. We can retire them. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> On our millions. On that note. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks everyone again, and until next time. Bye. 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 Get out of here.